much for your messages. 702 Weekend Breakfast with Gugsum Sungu. Standing in for Ifilwe Mpakanyane on 702. Live. Online. Smartphones. DSTV. 92.7 and 106 FM. 702. It's 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. Time for us to talk parenting. And as always, joined on the line by human potential and parenting expert. And this morning we're asking, how are you doing on your parenting report card? If you had to give yourself an end of, uh, if you just, if you were perhaps assessing your parenting and how you're doing as a parenting, what grade would you give yourself? Are you an A plus? Are you an A? Are you a B? Or are you feeling perhaps, you know, you're not doing particularly well. So maybe you'd grade yourself just a little bit lower and it would be a D or maybe even an F. So if you were to grade yourself, think about how you think you're parenting. What kind of grade would you give yourself? Do let us know on 011-883-0702. Send us an SMS on 31702 in your WhatsApp messages I know 72702-1702 because I'm also keen to know, regardless of what grade you would give yourself, why would you give yourself that grade? Would you give yourself an A plus because um, you've been on it? You've pa- packed the school uh, school bag and lunchbox every day for the last couple of weeks. You haven't been late to pick up the kids. Or you'd give yourself a D because it's just been a really stressful time and you don't feel as if you've been doing your best. So let us know what your grade is, but also tell us why you'd give yourself that grade. Join on the line, as always, by Nikki Bush. Nikki, good morning. Good morning, Doug. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. So when we talk about uh, a parenting report card, what do we mean? What are we looking at? Well, Doug, this topic today is actually intended to reassure parents not to scare parents. And I think that sometimes mm-hmm. we overthink parenting when it can actually be quite simple because we get so overwhelmed with aiming for a straight A parenting scorecard and we forget that common sense and positive emotional connection trump just about anything. Mm-hmm. So if you are losing perspective and beating yourself up about not being a good enough parent, then listen up because we're going to talk today about some of the A's you should be aiming for and, in fact, some of the F's that are quite desirable to have on your parenting scorecard. Mm. Um, because I guess parenting, I mean, I'm not a parent, but it always seems, I'm always impressed by people who do parent because it does look difficult. I think of my own life and the stresses of trying to work, be alive, stay healthy, stay sane. And I often think, you know, it's stressful just without children. Mm -hmm. But with parents, there's also the huge responsibility of having a life, sometimes a few lives that Mm -hmm. depend entirely on you. So it is, it's a big job. It's a big thing. Yes. In fact, it is quite daunting. I think You know, the the mistake we make when uh, we think about becoming parents, before we become parents, is that we have no idea how much time and energy parenting actually takes. Mm. So it is actually quite daunting when you think about it. But in practice, it is doable. And that's what I want to talk about today is the doability of parenting if we can 
get out of our heads from time to time and get beyond the to-do list because the to-do list in parenting is uber long. It's a never-ending list. And so there's a lot of doing in parenting. And today I want to talk more about the being in parenting. So get out of your head, show up, step out, breathe, and tune into your heart when it comes to yourself and your children. And then you're going to be a great parent. Mm. And um, I think it's so interesting that you're saying parents should get out of their heads and into their because there does seem to be, um, you're almost saying you kind of, you, you know what to do, it, you, your intuition, um, you know what's best and you just need to lean into that rather than being fearful and anxious. Yes, you know, it's actually about buying into the human side of parenting. We live in a very competitive world. I think we have to understand that where people are always measuring themselves against others. And actually, what works in one home and family is totally different to what works in another. If every home and family was the same, we could have color by numbers parenting. But no such thing exists. I know every parent is looking for it. But no such thing exists because, you know, every family is different. It's like a unique fingerprint. And it's so, you know, determined by the personalities involved, by the, the setup of do you work, don't you work, do you both work, are there two parents, is there an extended family, is there an extra helper, how many children do you have, what's the age gap between your children, can you actually see how many variables there are? Mm-hmm. And so parents have got to, yes, of course, you know, read the books and, you know, watch the documentaries on parenting and whatever. But then you've got to filter all of that information through your head and your heart and become the best parenting expert you can be for yourself, knowing full well that you are going to be the best mama or papa that your child needs. And uh, one of the other things you were saying uh, right at the beginning was um, kind of overthinking um, and spending, you know, all of this time in, um, you know, parents spending all this time in their heads. Do we know why that happens? Is it fear? Is it uncertainty? Yes, it's fear, it's uncertainty, and it's the judgment of I'm not good enough or I'm not as good as so-and-so. And before we get into the A's and the S of parenting, let's just... Put one, get one thing straight. If you are looking at photographs of other families on social media, just understand that photographs lie. They really lie. Mm-hmm. Most of parenting is not picture perfect. And I really mean this. It's not picture perfect. It's not social media worthy. Because parenting really happens in the in-between times Real parenting happens in the in-between times when your children aren't dressed perfectly, when their faces aren't clean, when their hands are sticky, when maybe there are a few raised voices. Because we have to remember that home and family is the laboratory. It's the laboratory where your children are going to push all your buttons and you're going to have to decide how you're going to respond to them. This is where they work out what they can and can't do, how they take control of the world, how they impact on the world. So... I always say, as long as your kids are doing great out there, you know you're doing a good job in here. Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating when I speak at schools and I listen to parents, you know, they'll come up and talk to me afterwards and the school principal or the teacher might be standing close by 
and they tell me what's going on at home. And the teacher who teaches these kids comes and says, oh, by the way, I just want to tell you, your child is one of the most delightful children I have in my class. And the parents' jaws drop. And they can't believe what they're hearing. (laughs) So our perceptions are often a little bit skewed as well because I think often because we're tired and because we actually have a lower perception of ourselves than we should have. So maybe we should get into these A's and these F's just to put people's minds at rest. Yes. So what are the things you should be aiming to have A's for? What should be your A's or could be your A's? Right. There are three things. And remember, we're talking about the journey from head to heart. So the first thing is that we need to be attuned, attuned to our children. So in our really busy lives, we need to slow down enough to tune into ourselves as well as our children. And I think that's a really important thing. If it starts first with you, if you're okay, your kids are going to be okay. So it does mean getting out of our heads and getting in touch with our intuition And there is something so powerful to be said for following one's gut feel, yet in our really hectic lives, we are actually becoming more and more disconnected from ourselves and from each other. Mm -hmm. And that then makes for difficult parenting. And I have a a mantra that I've been talking to parents about for years. Fix yourself, fix your child. It's incredible how our children often mirror what's going on in our own internal world. So be attuned, and how are you doing on this score? The second A is be attentive. So let's understand this, that the attention game is the biggest game in town. And as human beings, we all crave the attention of others, especially our parents. And when parents actually pay attention, real attention, not lip service, children feel seen, they feel heard, and they feel loved. And it's part of belonging to the social species. And paying attention is how you give your child feedback. And it'll have a huge shaping and molding influence on them. So children will ask you three nonverbal and vitally important questions every day. Nonverbal, I said. Do you see me? Do you hear me? Am I important to you? And the answers that they receive from you indicate how well you are paying attention to them because they're not verbal questions. And the kind of feedback we give to our children ranges on the continuum between praise and encouragement. And we need to be encouraging the process, not just praising the outcome because children put more effort into the process of doing something than the actual outcome. And we need to be encouraging the process more than anything. Mm -hmm. And the third A is acceptance. And this is an important one. And this is where that, you know, competitive parenting, comparison parenting comes in. Accept and value yourself and your child. And you need to work through your own personal baggage. We all come in with baggage. All of us have triggers from our own childhood. And you need to reach a point of self-acceptance of who you are so that you're not projecting what you wish you were onto your child or passing on your baggage to them. So self-acceptance is one of the biggest gifts you can give your child as it's your roadmap to accepting them for who they are and not what they do. And this is a biggie. 
so much of our judgment of our children is based on their actions, on what they do, mm-hmm. that sometimes we miss the person inside. And we need to give them permission to accept themselves too. And there's huge freedom in this, as well as a sense of empowerment. So how accepting are you of yourself and your children, knowing that there is no perfect in this world? We need to love ourselves and each other for who we are, not just what we do. Mm. But even as you say, you know, uh, kind of speaking about acceptance and it being about who we are and also what we do, um, we often hear, for instance, that, you know, who... um, we're not our behaviors. Um, our behaviors aren't, they don't kind of determine who we are. And often, like many of us will tell the story of, you may have, you may have done something wrong or made a mistake as a child and had a parent tell you that, uh, you were stupid or that you were clumsy or that, uh, you were careless or that, um, and that the, the idea that then your behavior becomes who you are can be quite harmful to children. Whereas if you say, you know, losing your your school uniform was a little bit careless as opposed to saying you are careless or you are, um, you know, making the, the behavior um, almost like a judgment or a value on the person. Sure, sure, absolutely. So the words you use are very important and that'll come up in the Fs that you mm-hmm. need on your parenting scorecard. So yes, we need to be conscious parents. We really need to... Um, be more self-aware and more responsive and less reactive. That's important because that should come with maturity, being more responsive than reactive. So bear that in mind. Children are often going to be reactive as they learn about how the world works. With emotional intelligence comes responsiveness. And a lot of that is going to obviously come through how we speak to our children and how we respond to them. So let's have a look at the Fs um, because there's this you know, real notion and so much pressure on parents to get straight A's. But actually there are some Fs that could be pretty good. And sometimes good enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And even Fs can be essential. So these are the Fs that I think we should be striving for in a very conscious way with our children. And who would have thought that getting Fs for parenting would be a goal? (laughs) So these are three practical parenting goals that parents really can achieve. And these are they. And we'll expand on each of them. We need to help our children achieve full hearts, full minds, and full bodies. So let's kick off with full hearts. So your children are whole human beings, which means they have emotions and feelings that need to be nurtured. And it's very easy to judge your children for what they do and achieve in the world, often forgetting to celebrate who they are in the process and the person that they are becoming. Remember, becoming this fully-fledged human being is a process that takes time Um, And here are some ideas for helping your child to acquire this full-heartedness. So you can help your child to experience joy in what they do and in the relationships that they create. We need to help children to tap into the sense of satisfaction that comes from putting in effort and creating a result, no matter how small or large that result may be. So if they were doing an art project, for example, or a craft project, It might be messy, but it might be beautiful. 
You get what I'm saying? And so we need to encourage the process. And did they feel satisfied when they finished? And it's really important. There's so many people in the world who are successful but feel empty because they don't feel any sense of satisfaction. Mm -hmm. So this is an important one to get right, right from the beginning. And then get them onto the trajectory of personal progress in every area of their life. Um, And note, I said progress, not achievement. Um, And teach them to appreciate the lessons they learned along the way through the process of becoming and not just the applause on reaching the destination. This is huge especially in those primary school and high school years where parents really wish for their children to be on the stage getting the trophy. But you've got to understand that only a handful of children at the end of the year land up standing on the stage getting a trophy. The chances of it being your child is very low. So what are you going to be encouraging them for? And what are you going to be helping them celebrate along the way? So they've got to also learn to celebrate their process of being and becoming. And so we need to give them feedback and encouragement along the way that sounds something like this. I love the way you took such care when you helped your little cousin down the stairs. Mm -hmm. I am so proud of you for showing your appreciation to your coach after your match. You tried so hard with your studies for that test. Well done. You deserved the results. So in other words, it might not be an A. Maybe they got what they were capable of, which was a C. And somewhere along the line, and maybe we'll talk about this in another show, average is not a bad thing. (laughs) And we need to allow our children to actually experience being average before we push them to get the A because they're once again in a process of moving towards better marks and better achievements, but it starts somewhere. And we have this this strange notion these days, every parent has this notion that their child should be getting A's, and that's not necessarily correct. So once again, we're back to what we were saying earlier, remember that your words are very important in helping a child feel positive about themselves. Mm -hmm. So I always say we talk our children clever. And we also talk them wise. So that's what I have to say about helping your child develop a full heart. So the first F. Um, and we've got two others, the full minds. And I know we're just about up in time here. So we need to ensure that we help them to exercise their brains as much as their bodies. Mm-hmm. Because the brain is just like a muscle. And it needs to be taken to the gym and exercised on a regular basis in order to grow to its fullest potential. So we need to teach our children not just to um, grab onto information, but to actually search deeper within information in order to really, really learn. Um, So there's a lot more we could talk about there. And then full bodies. Once again, your body is your temple. And you only get one, and you need to look after it well. Mm -hmm. So it's a great message to pass on to your children, no matter what shape or size they are, that they need to look after the body that they were given. And so movement is essential to look after that body to keep it full and fit and healthy in order to take on the world. Mm. So with the report card, it's so what I'm hearing is it's a kind of getting out of your head and kind of into your heart, but also then focusing on, you know, being attuned, paying attention, uh, the acceptance, um, and then uh, the three Fs, a full heart, a full mind, and full bodies. 
um, being, you know, the things that parents should be prioritizing rather than, for instance, you know, picture perfect, you know, perfectionism. These are the things we should be prioritizing. Absolutely. We want a well-rounded child who can go out and create their own version of success and happiness one day, not your version of success and happiness. Mm. And where can parents find the uh, parenting report card that we've just been discussing? They can hop onto nickybush.com books and they can just type in parenting report card and it should come up. If that uh, is a problem, just go Nikki Bush parenting survey and you'll get a free version of this report and give it a good read and then just take heart and breathe. You can do this. Nikki, always a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you so much for your time. That's a pleasure, Gogs. That's see you next week. That's uh, parenting and human potential expert Nikki Bush speaking to us about the things that parents can prioritize. Um, the the three A's and the three F's that you should be prioritizing as part of your parenting report card.